Welcome to the Danny Picard Show, Monday, April 23rd, 2018. Broadcasting from the Beantown Athletics Studio. Beantown Athletics is Boston's go-to destination for customized screen printing and embroidery. Get more information on their website, beantownathletics.com. Today's show is presented by DraftKings. You can play for free at DraftKings.com or on the DraftKings app by using my promo code PICK. That's P-I-C. And now is your chance to take advantage of the simplicity of daily fantasy baseball at DraftKings. Why would you possibly commit to an entire 162-game season with the same fantasy baseball lineup? That makes no sense. Put together a new lineup every single day. Put together more than one new lineup every single day at DraftKings.com and sign up right now with promo code PICK, that's P-I-C, and play for free with the first deposit. Again, that's promo code PICK, P-I-C, at DraftKings.com. Dot com And with baseball season in full swing, that means so is golf season. And this summer, you can swing for less at Golf Ball Monkey. Like you, I've made a commitment to playing more golf this year. But here's the problem. It's way too expensive. And I'm not talking about the price of a tee time. I'm talking about the absurd price of golf balls. Well, I'm here to help you out. It's a company called Golf Ball Monkey. Golf Ball Monkey sells premium, slightly used golf balls at a discounted rate. And I know what you're thinking. Used golf balls? Really, Danny? Well, think about this. How many times have you opened up a brand new box of balls, taken one out, put it on a tee, hit it once, and lost it? A lot, right? Then what do you do? You take out another new ball, you hit that one. You probably lost that one as well, but you're also probably thinking, what happened to the first ball I lost and I couldn't find? I'll tell you what happened. Golf Ball Monkey found it, and it's still good as new. At Golf Ball Monkey, they harvest, buy, and sell premium used golf balls to wholesalers, retailers, and people like me and you. They have Titleist, Callaway, Nike, Pinnacle, Bridgestone, TaylorMade, and more. Go to golfballmonkey.com right now. That's golfballmonkey.com and receive free shipping on all orders over 50 bucks and get 5% off any order by using my promo code PICK. That's P-I-C. Get back out in the course this year while swinging for less. Golf Ball Monkey. Welcome to the show on this Monday, April 23rd. We got a lot going on. And uh, I'm going to open with Patriots. I know we got playoff hockey. The Bruins, they are up 3-2 in their first round series against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Toronto came into the TD Garden on Saturday night and won game five. I guess the good news for the Bruins is that Patrice Bergeron did return in that game. Now the Bruins couldn't get that win. So the series is heading back to Toronto. That game is tonight on this Monday, April 23rd. By the time you listen to this, that game might be over with. And, uh, I mean, I expect the Bruins to show up for this one. I do. I expect the Bruins to win this series, whether it's Game 6 or coming back home for Game 7. Obviously, we'll all be a little bit more nervous uh, if this thing does come back for a Game 7 because anything can happen in a Game 7, especially in the Stanley Cup playoffs. But uh, I expect the Bruins to still win this series, even though it looked bad on Saturday night in Game 5 as Tuka Rask got pulled in that game, and I am not asking for Anton Hadovin to get the start in Game 6. I think that would be a huge mistake. I don't expect that to happen. Tuka's got to be better than he was in Game 5, for sure. But Tuka was amazing in Game 4, 
in which the Bruins won that one without Patrice Bergeron in Toronto. So you gotta you gotta go back to Tukarask to start Game Six. You gotta stick with Tukarask, I think, for the long haul here. So uh, we'll see what happens. But you got that going on. The Celtics and the Bucks, their first round playoff series that's tied at two. Milwaukee won both of the games in Milwaukee. Uh, you had that final shot in Game Four on Sunday that Marcus Morris took. And I just don't think that's a shot for Marcus Morris to take. And I am a Marcus Morris guy, but that's not his shot. That's Jalen Brown's shot, or that's Jason Tatum's shot. Uh, Brad Stevens said after the game, after the loss, that, you know, the only options there were Marcus Morris with that little fadeaway jumper or Terry Rozier. Uh, but, I mean, can't you dress something up to make sure you, you, you get Brown or Tatum that shot? I, that is... Those are the only two guys I want taking that shot. Those are the only two guys that should be taking that shot. So, uh, and and look, I'm a Marcus Morris guy. And and I'm still telling you, that's not Morris's shot. That's either Brown or Tatum's. So Celtics lose game four. They had a nice little comeback. Uh, they come back now to the TD Garden. That game is going to be on Tuesday night. That game five. Uh, I'll get into some of the other Stanley Cup playoffs and NBA playoff stuff in just a bit. But I do have to open here with Patriots. Because even though there's playoff stuff going on, the Patriots news is the biggest news. Look, this is draft week, NFL draft week. The Patriots have two first-round picks. They have two second-round picks. So they have four picks in the first two rounds of the draft, right? That's, that's, that's pretty big. Now, I don't know if they're going to make all those picks. In fact, if I had to put my money on it, I would put my money on the Patriots trading one of these first-round picks. And getting an extra third or an extra fourth round. I mean, that's just the way that's just the way the Patriots work. I don't expect them to make both of their first round picks and both of their second round picks. I expect them to trade one at least one of those four picks. So we'll see what happens. But with it being NFL draft week, you know, the question should the Patriots draft a quarterback? I think they should draft a quarterback. All right, you trade Jimmy Garoppolo I think the Patriots should. I don't think that's a controversial opinion uh, because, you know, Tom Brady is getting older. It's clear the Patriots have committed to Tom Brady. I don't think Tom Brady's walking away. Um, I think Tom Brady still wants to play for another. He's still going to be the Patriots quarterback for another at least three years. But I think you should draft a quarterback. Now, I don't know that you have to draft a quarterback in the first or the second round. I don't, you know, if you want to wait till the third round, be my guest. You could do that. I have no problem with that. There's so many quarterbacks that people are talking about that are going to be taken early on that I, I think it's a sexy opinion to come out and say, oh, the Patriots, you know, if they could somehow either move up or if they could, you know, they could get one of these quarterbacks late in the first round, they should do it. I get it. That's a popular opinion. I'm not there. I don't I don't need them to take a, a quarterback in the first round. And I think history should show you. <laughs> history should show you that they don't need to take a first round quarterback to for you to know that 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 quarterback could be successful. That Bill Belichick could coach up a quarterback. He doesn't need to take him in the first round. So, I don't need that. But should they draft a quarterback? Yeah, they probably should. They probably should draft a quarterback. I mean, even if they wanted to draft one in the 6th round, what do they have, two sixth-round picks? Fine. Uh, but they should draft a quarterback. 
I, I think that's what the Patriots should do. Now, I don't think that's a controversial thing or opinion with this Patriots team. What is controversial is what happened over the weekend at Gillette Stadium. And it really has to do with Rob Gronkowski, but I think even more so than that, it does have to do with Tom Brady. I'll get to the Tom Brady part of it in, in a moment. But if you if you missed this over the weekend, and I was tweeting about it, I was tweeting about a lot of Patriots stuff this weekend because the video that I talked about on Friday's podcast that I pumped out Friday morning, I, I created this video when Hulk Hogan, remember that when Hulk Hogan formed the NWO, right? The 96 Bash at the Beach. It changed the world of professional wrestling forever. Remember that moment? I recreated that. I, I put Tom Brady's head on Hulk Hogan. I put Rob Gronkowski's head on Kevin Nash. I put Alex Carrero's head on Scott Hall. And I put uh, Belichick's head on Randy Savage. And when Hogan leg drops Savage and, again, joins or helps create the NWO, I, I created this little video that went viral over the weekend. I don't know how you could say it didn't go viral. It went viral. As of right now, as I'm recording this podcast today on Monday, April 23rd, that video, at least on Twitter, just on Twitter, has close to 500,000 views, and it's only going to increase. That number is only going to get larger because, you know, the longer the Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski are a storyline around the NFL in, in in some type of off-season beef with Bill Belichick, that is going to be a relevant video. And uh, I got to thank everybody for sharing it. I mean, they try to tell me I didn't have this type of reach. Well, there you go. There you go. And there are some people that shared it that I never thought would share it. Seth Wickersham, he shared it. ESPN Seth Wickersham, he wrote the original Patriots demise story during the season, right? And I kind of shit on that story. So I was a little shocked he tweeted it out. But uh, he Seth Wickersham tweeted it out and then deleted the tweet. So I don't know if somebody got in his ear, somebody told him, or maybe he did a little digging on my social media and saw that I was shitting on him during the season. And, and maybe he was like, oh, fuck this kid. And he deleted it. Well, whatever. You know, you gave it a little promotion to begin. So I have to at least thank you for that. But then yesterday giving it some new life. See, it started to die down a little bit Saturday night, early Sunday morning, and then Colin Coward from Fox Sports, he tweeted it out. I think he said, he quote tweeted it or embedded the tweet and said, absolutely perfect. And, uh, you know, I've let Colin Coward hear about it on this show many times for some of the ridiculous shit that he says that comes out of his mouth. But I, I got to thank him because if not for people like that, then it wouldn't have this many views. So, thanks to people like Colin Coward, a lot of other NFL writers, uh, you had Rap Sheet, Albert Breer, you had some big-name NFL reporters tweeting this thing out. I've been trying to get Hulk Hogan to tweet it out, and he just won't do it. He's not seeing it, or whoever handles his Twitter just is not seeing it. They gotta see it, right? I mean, I've tweeted everybody. Gronk. You mean to tell me Gronk hasn't seen it? It's got 500,000 views. Every NFL reporter and their mother has tweeted this out. These guys follow the NFL reporters. They are on their phones. They are on social media. They've seen it. Come on. Let's go. Tweet it out. It's funny. But 
Thank you for everybody who did share it because you gave it a reach that a lot of people in this business try to tell me I would never have that type of reach with anything. I don't care if it's just a one-time fucking thing. They try to tell me with anything I wouldn't have that type of reach. Well, I mean, I got nothing else supporting me, right? There's no, there's no brand here supporting this show. That's not because I... I mean, for the most part, that, that's not because I choose to not have a brand supporting this show. It's because the brands choose not to support it. That's basically it. And still, we got... Yeah, I, I want to get close to a mill. That's why I'm trying to get Hulk Hogan to retweet the fucking thing. It's some other wrestlers to do it. I don't know if they're scared about potential copyright beefs with the WWE. Because I did try to put it on my YouTube channel, and it immediately got blocked. Immediately. And it was blocked by WWE. So, it, maybe some type of copyright thing there. I don't know. I know people go crazy with that shit, but... um. So I guess try to watch it and retweet it in case there is some type of copyright situation with it. But uh, thanks for everybody who shared it. And for people who didn't, who I know saw it, well, I learned something about you this weekend. And how you feel about me. And maybe I should take it as a compliment at the end of the day, right? You just, we know now officially people who don't want to promote my work. That's fine. That's fine. I move on. I keep keep doing the show. And I keep telling you what is actually going on at Gillette Stadium. And uh, that really is the main topic of discussion right now. That's what it's going to be on this show, is what happened over the weekend at Gillette. It wasn't Gronk lifting weights. It wasn't Brady throwing footballs on the practice field. Uh, it was something that I look at and continue to look at to this day and think to myself, Bill Belichick has to be just furious right now with Rob Gronkowski. Furious. And I know there have been some people that have, some people have tried to tell me, well, maybe the Patriots just don't care what Gronk and Brady say or do. Because they know they're going to play. They know they're not walking away. They know they're both under contract. And, it, you know, they just they don't care. They know they're going to be there when it, it is mandatory for them to be there. It's The Patriots don't care. Belichick doesn't really care that much. Well, I don't agree with that. Because what we've heard from Bill Belichick, stories that former players have told about Belichick and You know, what he said to certain guys after things that they've said during press conferences. Belichick listens to this stuff, and he feels strongly about this stuff. And when you're a member of his team, he wants to have some type of control over what you're saying to the media and to the public. Belichick wants to have that type of control. If you're trying to tell me he doesn't and he doesn't care about it, then you are not paying attention to Bill Belichick and have not been paying attention to Bill Belichick his entire career with the New England Patriots. So, knowing what I know about Bill Belichick, right? Knowing what I know about him, I know that he's furious after what he saw this weekend at Gillette Stadium. And what we saw this weekend at Gillette Stadium was Rob Gronkowski walking by the Patriots locker room, walking by the Patriots weight room. And across the hall, walking through the doors of the little room that they have their media access, that the Patriots hold their press conferences in, right? Walking into that room. 
and what not walking in but walking in with a motocross helmet on walking in with two monster energy drinks in his hand walking in with a monster energy sweatshirt and jumpsuit on rob gronkowski was at Gillette stadium over the weekend but not for football reasons And he held the press conference. And what did you think? There were going to be no football questions at this press conference? Please. And I'm not knocking the football questions. I'm not knocking the the football media that showed up to ask questions. They needed to be there. I'm glad they showed up to ask questions. Right? They, They were doing their job. Rob Gronkowski, what he was doing is, you know, the more I sit back and and take it all in and watch it, the more I think to myself, Rob Gronkowski wants to get traded. Like, that's all I can think of when I see and hear these clips. And I'm going to play it for you. Again, this was, I tweeted it out over the weekend. I don't know what this, like, I don't know if he thought this was funny. Like, did anybody watch this and laugh? Like, they give the courtesy laughs at the press conference because that's just, that's just what happens, right? That's what happens. But, I was watching clips of this. I'm watching highlights of this from home, and I'm going. I, I I'm not laughing once. Like I don't, I don't think this is funny. I don't find this funny, and and I'm not trying to be somebody that, you know, is trying to take the fun out of the sport. You know, because some people are out there saying, "Oh, Gronk can't have fun. Oh, you're not going to let a kid. He's just out there having a good old time, having fun." Well, no. You can, he can have all the fun he wants. I don't care when he's out in a club, dancing, pottying, on a cruise ship. I don't care when he's in a wrestling ring. I mean, th- th- go have fun. I don't, I don't care if he has fun. But there's a difference to me between having fun and showing up at, showing up to the building that employs you. And basically telling them to go fuck themselves. Like, That's what Gronk did. Gronk could have done a motocross press conference at the TD Garden. And I would have said, eh, that's fine. You know what? He's having fun. I would have agreed with you. I would have said, it's fine. He's having fun. You know what? The kid's going to do what he's going to do. Right? He's got to deal with monster energy. They want him to do something. Um, You know, he's obviously going to get football questions. He's obviously not really going to answer them. Though he did mess up big time on one of them. And I'll play the audio for you in just a second. But if he did this anywhere else, I'd say, oh, he's just having fun. But, you know, whatever. It is what it is. Gronk, that's just Gronk being Gronk. You know, I I wish he was there at the voluntary workouts. I wish he wasn't still threatening retirement. Obviously, he wants some more guaranteed money. I've been telling you that's what this is about from the get-go. You know, the Alex Guerrero stuff is also a real thing that's involved in this. Okay, fine. But, uh, you know, he's at a motocross event at TD Garden. He's sponsored by Monster Energy. You know, we'll let it we'll let it slide. We'll let it happen. He's having fun. But it happened at Gillette Stadium. And I don't know if other people don't know this or not. But the room that he held that press conference in, literally, if you walk outside those doors, like where Gronk is standing on that podium, the doors to his left. If he if you walk out those doors and you take a right, just a kind of a, a quick right. Literally 100 feet across from you is the door to the Patriots locker room and weight room. Right across the hall. Like, you could spit on it when you open those doors. So, 
When Gronk walks in with a motocross helmet on, decked out in Monster Energy gear, and he's asked football-related questions, and he's basically sitting there going, yeah, um, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I'm not going to be here for the voluntary workouts. You know, I'm just not, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to be here for them. I'm not coming. And he does it right there in that room at Gillette Stadium. And he's giggling, he's laughing, he's having a good old time. And uh, at the same time, he's still threatening retirement. Like, he's putting a threat on the organization that employs him, and he's continuing to do it now in their building, a place that he refuses to go to for off-season workouts with the rest of his teammates. I get it. It's voluntary. I get it. But if you don't want to show up at Gillette Stadium, then you don't show up at Gillette Stadium at all. I don't care what Monster Energy is paying you. I don't care how much you might enjoy motocross or supercross or whatever it's called. You don't show up at Gillette Stadium at all. You stay as far away from Gillette Stadium as possible. If you're not going to show up for the off-season workouts as voluntary as they may be, So when Gronk shows up and he holds his press conference and he continues to threaten retirement during it and he continues to say, I'm not showing up for workouts in this building with this team that employs me, you're telling me Bill Belichick isn't bullshit about that? Oh, come on. Come on. I'm with you. Gronk, he's he's a kid who likes to have fun. Fine. But there's having fun and then there's walking into that building And basically telling the organization and telling... He basically told Bill Belichick to go fuck himself. And, and, and I don't think Belichick looks at it and says, and laughs and says, who cares? I don't. I really don't. If we know anything about Belichick, then he is not laughing at that. And if we know anything about Bill Belichick, he is bullshit at what went on this weekend at Gillette Stadium. Here's Gronk. I'm going to play the, the audio for you right now. This is, uh, I got to cut up a little bit, but here's where Gronk walks in, has the motocross helmet on, and gives a, gives a little introductory statement, opening statement, keeps the helmet on, and gives a statement. Here is Gronk with that opening statement. There has been a lot of speculation around my whereabouts this offseason, and what's next for me. That's why I'm here today to clear that all up. Today, I'm a Monster Energy Supercross rider at a place I know well, Gillette Stadium in Foxborough, Massachusetts. Rob, what's your status for the football season? Are you playing with the Patriots this year? Status is doing really great. I've been riding dirt bikes. I've been training really hard. I can vroom, vroom really good. I can ride that bike like no other. And uh, my speed is up there. Are you- All right, so <laughs> right there, it's like he's not taking, you know, he's not taking the football question seriously. He, we... Right there, you know, you're like, uh, he's, he's not there to answer football questions, okay? I get it. Now, I didn't expect him to answer football questions, but as this thing goes on, he's getting grilled more and more football questions. He ends up messing up, but here's another question to Gronk. Are you still contemplating retirement from, the, from football? Uh, it depends on how my racing skills go today. Uh, I think I can be. I, 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 think, I, I think you're, you might be too tall. So. Wow. All right, so th- then some guy interrupts the answer. Like, who is that dude next to him? Am I supposed to know that guy? 
Like, I don't even have the energy to Google who that is or look up who that is. That's a, is that one of the cyclists, the supercross superstars? Is that what they call them? I know, I know nothing about that sport. I know nothing about it. I don't know who that guy is, but I know he was standing next to him like he was Gronk's bodyguard and he was interrupting answers and answering questions. It's like, dude, nobody is here to talk to you. No offense to that guy. I don't know who he is, but nobody is there to talk to you. Nobody. <laughs> so I don't know who that dude is, but not one person was there to talk to him. Coming at you, coming at me, Rick. I thought we were talking about today's event. Today right? is today's event. You know, I learned, never talked forward. I'm just here today in the present. You know, I'm working hard. I'm riding these bikes. Why don't you teach me? And uh, just drinking lots of energy cracks so you can get wild, do crazy stuff that people don't like when I do it. I'll just do it. Crazy. When do you plan on making a decision on whether or not you're going to play? Uh, I don't know. Got to see how my riding goes. But well protected. So I, I, think you're, I think you're ready for today. Yeah, I'm ready, ready for today. I'm ready. All right. So <laughs> he's plugging Monster Energy. Um, he just wants to talk about the Supercross event. And then... This, it, we're getting close to where he messes up here because he has asked a question about, he's asked a question about what should the fans expect to see from you this season? And <laughs> he, listen to how Gronk answers that question. That they're going to see a free belief. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. So you are coming back. Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so he messes up. I'm going to play that for you. I got to play that for you one more time. Because he he's asked, what should the fans expect from you? And he says, oh, they should expect a freak a leak. And then someone asks, so you are coming back. And that's when he realized he gives that nervous laugh like a, oh, <laughs> that's a, that is as nervous a laugh as you're going to get from anybody. And uh, that's the moment where Gronk, when he was asked to follow up, so, so wait, you are returning. See, they caught him. They caught him. They caught him. And he goes, oh, <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. Like, he doesn't, he messed up. That's the moment where Gronk messed up. Here it is one more time. So he's asked, what should the fans expect from you? And then the follow up, so you are coming back. That they're going to see a freak of leave. <laughs> 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 That's what. So you are coming back. Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been in communication with Belichick talking about know, your plans and all that stuff? Uh, uh, just monster motocross I've been worrying about today. Yeah. It's going to be a great riding out there. People are going to get some big air. Do you plan on attending the optional workouts that are upcoming? Uh, no. Why? i got dirt biking skills. So there you go. That's the that last one. He follows it up by saying, I have dirt bike skills to work on. So um that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know about what is going on. And the fact that it happened at Gillette Stadium, I don't think to be pissed off at that is not an overreaction. It's not. It's not an overreaction. There is there is something going on right now, and I'm watching that, thinking to myself, I remember a time 
where I would see something like this and think to myself, wow, I wonder what Tom Brady is thinking while he's watching that. Like, I wonder what Tom Brady is thinking about seeing one of his teammates doing that. Right? Saying these things. The way he did it. The place that he did it in. Given the other circumstances that he's not showing up. Like, here's a question for you. For all the people that are like, oh, Gronk just wants to have fun. Here's a question for you. Dead serious question I want you to answer. If Tom Brady was a full participant at the uh, at the voluntary workouts if tom brady if there was no questions at all about brady and his commitment to the team in reports if there was no report of a beef between brady and belichick if brady was working out at the facility he was all in on optional workouts he was in the building Already getting ready for the season. And there was no controversy surrounding Tom Brady. If if Brady was seemingly in the building and having just no beef with anybody in the Patriots organization right now, would Rob Gronkowski be doing this? It's an honest question. Would he be doing this if Brady was, was going to the voluntary workouts? Would Gronk be doing this right now? Put it this way, if Gronk did do something like this and Brady was still around, eh, it wouldn't go over well. It wouldn't. It wouldn't go over well with Tom Brady. But here's here's what the biggest problem is about everything going on with the Patriots right now. And again, I, I touched on this Friday. It seems somewhat blasphemous for me to feel this way because I am one of Tom Brady's biggest fans. He is the greatest quarterback of all time. And, you know, when it came down to... Brady versus Garoppolo and all that shit that happened last season, I was team Brady. I said, you stick with Brady. You don't get get rid of Tom Brady to go with Jimmy Garoppolo. You just don't do that. I was team Brady. But here I am right now telling you I'm team Belichick because the biggest problem with what I saw out of Rob Gronkowski's embarrassing, pathetic press conference at Gillette Stadium about motocross over the weekend The biggest problem with that is the guy who's supposed to be the number one top dog leader on this team, the quarterback, the greatest quarterback of all time, is also not showing up to the building for voluntary workouts and is also seemingly in a beef with Bill Belichick to the point where Brady can't say anything about this press conference. Like, what can Brady do? Call Gronk and say, hey, listen, you're crossing the line. Why? Where's Brady? Where is he? He can't say that. And that's a, that's a problem. If you don't think that's a problem, then, then I'm sorry. I don't think you know the NFL. The NFL is a quarterback league. But more so than just being a quarterback in this league and being able to throw touchdown passes. All right? It's more than that. You're a quarterback. You're a leader. You, you have to be in charge of the players just as much as the coach does. And and I always looked at Tom Brady to be somebody that would be in a situation to watch a Rob Gronkowski press conference like that or to see something that one of his teammates is doing here during the offseason while skipping voluntary workouts. I always looked at Tom Brady to be a guy that would see something like that and go, no, 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 no. 
It's not happening on my team. That's not happening on my team. I always, that's how I always viewed Tom Brady. But the problem is I'm watching this Gronk thing over the weekend and I'm thinking to myself, well, I remember a time where someone like Tom Brady would probably be upset watching this from one of his teammates. Those were the days. Those were the days. Because you can't tell me Brady feels like that now. Brady is essentially doing the same thing, except Brady, all right, Brady isn't walking into the building and telling them to go fuck themselves like Rob Gronkowski did over the weekend. He's not doing it in their building. I get it. But Brady is essentially taking the same stance as Gronk this offseason. Is he not? He's got a beef. He's sending cryptic messages out there uh, and not showing up to the voluntary workouts. You know, the quarterback, (laughs) the quarterback is supposed to be the guy that makes sure this stuff doesn't happen. And what's happening right now with the Patriots is that the quarterback can't be that guy because he's also not around the team right now. And this is the type of stuff that we're currently watching with the Patriots. The feeling that I have about Brady today is the type of stuff that we see around the rest of the league, not in New England. We would always say, now this stuff, that stuff doesn't happen in New England. That stuff doesn't happen with the Patriots. No, 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 no. Our quarterback, our quarterback would never let his diva tight end hold a press conference inside Gillette Stadium talking motocross, continuing to threaten retirement in the building across the hall from the locker room and the weight room. Our quarterback would never let one of his receivers or tight ends act like this. He wouldn't like seeing this at all. But we can't say that today. And so when we're trying to point out what's the, what are the issues, the question I have for you today is, if Tom Brady was a full participant in voluntary workouts and if it, it didn't seem like Brady was in a beef with the Patriots and with Belichick, would, would Gronk have done that? Would he have held that press conference over the weekend? I, I don't know that he would have. I don't think he would have. Uh, it's just my honest opinion. I don't think you would have saw that. And that's where we talk about, you know, the battle lines being drawn. I told you, if they are drawing a line in the sand, I'm Team Belichick. We're not used to seeing this stuff, but why? Why are we not used to seeing this stuff? It's not because Belichick's doing anything differently right now. Okay, Tom Brady wants special treatment. He should get it. I've said that. He should get special treatment. But the type of special treatment that Brady is asking for, where he has other players now wanting to use his guy, his trainer, and it is becoming a distraction within the team because the training staff is probably like, what the fuck is going on? And who is this guy? He's not even employed by the Patriots. Right? Belichick has to put his foot down. So there needs to be a compromise. And from, from, from what I see, the compromise to me was... Hey, you can, Tom, you could still work with Guerrero. I'm not going to make you work with just our training staff. You could still work with Guerrero. Fine. It just, it can't happen in this room. You know, you can have the office next to the room. Or you got the TB12 center literally, you know, right up the street. But, you know, we, it, so we got to compromise here. 
Like, there has to be. Sure, then Brady needs special treatment. But if that special treatment creeps into becoming a distraction on the team, which I believe it probably was, then there needs to be a compromise on that special treatment. And it doesn't really seem like Brady wants to compromise on it. That's the way I'm looking at this thing. And now... It has, this is as close, when I saw with Gronk over the weekend, it is as close to an inmates running the asylum feel as I have ever witnessed with this Patriots team. It is, it, it is as close to that as I has ever seen. And all I could think of with Gronk, you know, once I rule out the question, well, I wonder how Tom Brady feels about this. And then I said to myself, well, he can't say anything because he's not around. So that's a problem. But also... It feels like Gronk wants out. Like, if you told me that Gronk was going to be traded before Thursday's draft, round one is Thursday night, prime time. If you told me Gronk was going to be traded before then, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be. Sh- I wouldn't be shocked. Now, I'm. Here's where the trolls on Twitter don't don't get it, right? Here's where they don't get it. You know, here here's where them and their five followers each don't get it. I'm not calling for Gronk to be traded. I'm not. When I, when I say Belichick needs to take his team back, I'm actually looking at Tom Brady. I'm actually looking at the quarterback, the guy who's supposed to be the leader of this team. Say, hey, guys, Tom, you got to get in the room with Belichick. Guy's going to work this out. You compromise. Let's go. Because you wouldn't have Gronk be doing this. I'm, I just, you just wouldn't have Gronk be doing that if, if Tom Brady. And, and again, this is different than Gronk's other fun stuff that he does. Gronk can go have fun. Fine, whatever. But to do this at Gillette Stadium, to me, was a big-time middle finger to the organization in their building. (laughs) That did not go over well. And in fact, when you go to Patriots.com, their website, and you look to the right side under headlines, look at the top story there. This is the Patriots website. Headlines. Top story. News Blitz, Gronk's press conference, a quote-unquote bad look. Patriots wouldn't have that as a headline. If the Patriots wanted to portray Gronk's press conference about the Monster Supercross event, they wanted to portray that as, you know, something positive or funny, they would have just said, headlines, video. Gronk promotes Supercross event at Gillette Stadium. That's all it would have been. That's all it would have been. It wasn't that. They're calling it out for what it is. A bad look. It's a bad look. It's a bad look for Robert Kraft. It's a bad look for Bill Belichick. And you know who it's a bad look for? Maybe more than anybody else? The quarterback. Tom Brady. It's a bad look for him. Because... (laughs) If the inmates are now going to stop running the asylum, you would think that you'd, your quarterback would be able to reel them in a little bit and say, hey, guys, no, that's not going to happen here. No, 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 no. We still get Super Bowls to win. I don't have much time left. Let's go. Brady can't do that because he's not there. Brady can't do that because he's beefing with Belichick. Brady can't do that because he's right there with Gronk. He leaked that story to Adam Schefter. Tom Brady did. There's no question about it. How could you deny that? I'd... He leaked the story to, to Adam Schefter that he hadn't committed yet to the 2018 season. 
There are threats being thrown around, and now the threats are being thrown around in the building for non-football events. It's a bad look, and the Patriots are calling it out on their own fucking website. It's a bad look for Gronk. It's a bad look for Kraft. It's a bad look for Belichick. It's a bad look for Tom Brady. And if you told me right now that Gronk was going to get moved, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not calling for Gronk to get moved. I'm calling for there to be some type of conversation between Belichick and Brady at some point this week. Get in a room and say, listen, what are we going to do? Because we need to do something. As I pointed out in my column over the weekend, late last week for the Boston Metro, there's a sign on the wall in Gillette Stadium that says, if you don't want to be here, you don't have to be. And the only reason I know about that sign is because Wes Welker told me it existed. Wes Welker. The day after the Randy Moss trade, I was in that locker room and I asked him, I said, what does this trade tell, what does this trade tell you? What does it say to the team? And Wes Welker said, you know what? There's a sign on the wall in here that says, if you don't want to be here, you don't have to be. And, to, and I don't know if it's a proverbial sign. I don't know if it's actually in a frame. But if it is in a frame, like I said, I'm not asking for Belichick to take that sign down. I'm asking him to get a bigger frame. I'm demanding that he gets a bigger frame or puts that sign up in more spots in the building. If you don't want to be here, you don't have to be. Is that a message they're going to send to Gronk now? It would be a pretty strong message, wouldn't it? I'm not asking them to trade Rob Gronkowski. I understand how important he is to this Patriots team. I have mentioned many times before, you know, you can can lose this guy and somebody else can step up. Next man up. I said it about Amendola. Replaceable. Malcolm Butler. Replaceable. I wish it wasn't true, but it is. How do I know it's true? Well, Patriots have replaced many players before who are better than those guys. Okay? Who are better than those players? Bill Belichick created Malcolm Butler, for crying out loud. You mean to tell me he thinks he can't do it again? No, he knows he can. Same with Amendola. When Edelman gets back. You know, they brought Chris Hogan in. Look what they've done with him. Um, You know, they brought Brandon Cooks in for a season. And then they just got rid of him. I mean, the way the organization is run... There are guys that are replaceable. I'm not telling you Rob Gronkowski is replaceable. I don't think he is. But I wouldn't be shocked at this point if they did move him. I w- because it kind of feels like Gronk wants to be traded. I'm sitting there watching this over the weekend thinking to myself, you know, once I got past the, well, what's Brady think about this? Well, I guess we can't ask that anymore about Brady, or at least we can't right now because he's not there either. My next thought was, Gronk doesn't want to be here. This is not just Gronk telling the Patriots in their own building to go fuck themselves. This is Gronk at Gillette Stadium telling the Patriots to go fuck themselves for the purpose of send me somewhere else. Because if you're not going to pay me, or if you're not going to let me do my thing and give me special treatment, somebody else will. To me, that's what Gronk said to the Patriots over the weekend. And usually when somebody on the Patriots makes that type of statement in that type of setting, a public media setting, more often than not, they do find themselves 
in some breaking news. They find their name in a headline, and that next headline usually is traded for draft picks. So, uh, you know, I have absolutely no clue. I don't, I don't know what's being said behind the scenes, but if I had to put my money on what's being said behind the scenes, I would put my money on Bill Belichick being absolutely furious with what he saw over the weekend. I was pissed off. And you know what? I was, I was pissed off that I couldn't sit there and go, Tom Brady is going to hate this. That's what I was pissed off about. I couldn't say that. And I wish I could. Because there once was a day and it wasn't that long ago that I think we could sit here today going, not only is Bill Belichick pissed off about that, but Tom Brady probably gave Gronk a phone call after that press conference. He said, no, no, no. That's not the way it works here. And in fact, if Tom Brady would actually feel that way about something like that still, then maybe Gronk wouldn't have held that press conference and done that at Gillette Stadium in the first place. So it's a bad look for a lot of people, but if you're asking me who it's a... Who, who it's the worst look for? I'd say the quarterback. It, I, I, look, I am one of Tom Brady's biggest fans, biggest supporters. Uh, you know, you, go back to whatever moment you want to go back to in his career. And uh, I'm right there. Nope, Brady's the best. Nope, Brady didn't do this. Nope, Brady does it the right way. Nope. Brady, the GOAT. But right now, this is just such a weird and different situation with this organization. This is the type of stuff that happens everywhere else in the league. And for how long have we been looking at the Patriots going, there's the Patriots and then there's everybody else. Well, today on this Monday, April 23rd, the Patriots are also everybody else. And that's why it's different, that's why it's a problem, and that's why it's news and top news in this town, even with all the other stuff going on. Because I cannot remember a time where I have felt like this about this group. And I'm not talking about the coach. The coach is getting ready for the draft Thursday night, as I expect him to do, as he always does. Okay? Are we putting this on the coach? The people who say, oh, Gronk just wants to have fun. Gronk can have as much fun as he wants. But the minute he steps foot in that building while not showing up for voluntary workouts, while telling the media at this press conference that he is not going to show up for any of the voluntary workouts and instead practice on his dirt bike skills or his motocross skills, whatever it is, he steps foot in that building. And says those things while skipping off-season workouts as voluntary as they may be. It is a slap in the face to the New England Patriots organization. And um, I I don't know how Belichick's going to handle it. I mean, I would hope that he handles it simply with a phone call to Tom Brady saying, Hey, Tom, what's up? We need to compromise because we need to reel this fucking thing back in. Okay? You don't got much time left and neither do I. I want to win. You want to win. Let's make it work. I hope that's what's happening. I'm just telling you, I wouldn't be surprised (laughs) if before Thursday night, 
the next headline is Rob Gronkowski traded for draft picks. I just would not be surprised. I wouldn't. But it 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 really is some shocking stuff going on right now. And and I and I'm pissed off about it. I am. I'm pissed off. I I can't help but be I think more pissed off at Tom Brady. Because right now we cannot look at Brady as a guy that's sitting back on oh Gronk, we can't you can't do this. I mean, there's no way he's saying that. Because essentially Brady, all right, he's not going into the building doing it, but essentially Brady, he's working out with Gronk, right? Essentially Brady's doing the same thing. So uh the beef between these guys and Bill Belichick has taken a turn for the worst, and uh, they need to fix this. I hope it's not by trading Gronk. I'm just telling you, that was so embarrassing over the weekend that I would not be surprised. That I would not be surprised. And I think if Tom Brady was at voluntary workouts, I think if Tom Brady was was not beefing with Belichick, then I don't think Gronk would have even done that. And so, ultimately, I look at this thing, and I think it reflects poorly on the quarterback. And I think that maybe the quarterback stance this offseason is is probably a reason that something like this is happening. Because Gronk now feels like, hey, well, if Tom Brady's doing it, you know, we're going to be free. We, we want to send a message. Everyone's upset with Belichick. Here's what I'm going to do. It, it, it sucks that we're to this point. But I didn't think that press conference was funny. And I'm pretty damn sure Bill Belichick didn't think it was funny either. Unfortunately, we can't say that Tom Brady didn't like it. And that sucks to say. So, we'll see where we go, but the Patriots do have to make draft picks. And they will have two first-round picks Thursday night, two second-round picks. Then they have a third, two sixths, and a seventh. Uh, round one is Thursday night in primetime. Rounds two and three, Friday, and rounds four through seven on Saturday. Again, the quarterback thing, yeah, the Patriots should draft the quarterback. But I don't think it needs to be in the first round. I don't think it needs to be in the second round. You want to take quarterback in the third round? Go ahead. Be my guest. Um, the report over the weekend from the Patriots' perspective is that they had Lamar Jackson in for a workout. And the rep- reports were that the Patriots were impressed with Lamar Jackson. I don't know if that means they're going to draft him as much as I think it might mean they would like somebody else to draft him instead of another quarterback that they want. So they're leaking out that they're impressed because they know that people look at Belichick and think, well, if Belichick likes him, the kid must be doing something right. Maybe we should like him too. That might be what the Lamar Jackson thing is. I'm more of a Baker Mayfield guy myself, and I do think that Mayfield on the bench behind Brady for a couple of years would be a humbling experience for the kid, and I think he might need a little bit of that humbling experience, but I do think he's got all the tools, the throwing tools, the football IQ tools. I'm a Baker Mayfield guy. Um, I just, I don't know that the Patriots are going to trade up to be able to get him. Mayfield's going to, he's going to be a top 10 pick, right? I would think. I would think. What are you going to have? Four QBs? Top 10? Maybe five? Is that what we're looking at? I think the Patriots hold off on a on a quarterback. You know, 
if Mayfield isn't dropping, if he isn't dropping a 23 or 31, hold off to the third round. You know, you want to get the linebacker from Alabama, the kid Evans? Yeah, all right, good pick. I think the Patriots are going If you put a gun to my head and said, where do you think the Patriots are going during the draft? I, I think they go linebacker heavy. I think they're in desperate need at that position. Um, you know, you talk about their front seven. Look, I think they got the, the cornerback situation out of the way last offseason when they did sign Stephon Gilmore on the first day. Sure, they're going to lose Butler. But, you know, I, I just look at it and think, well, they brought in Gilmore for a reason. I think the Patriots are going linebacker heavy in the draft. We'll see. But, you, you know, you don't need to take a quarterback in the first round. That's all I'm saying. Take a linebacker. Take two. If they traded one of the first-round picks, though, I wouldn't be shocked either. So um, whatever happens in the draft, and I'll be back on this podcast Thursday, but maybe there's a trade before then. I don't know. Um, I'm not a huge NFL draft guy. Like, I'm not one of these people that sits there with the mock draft and 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 predicts what teams, what players teams going to pick in the first round. I don't do that. I don't get that much into it. I will watch the first round Thursday night. I mean, we have some other stuff going on with playoff hockey and playoff basketball in this town, but I will pay attention to the draft, especially Thursday night and Friday night because the Patriots obviously have four picks in, in the first two rounds. Um, But I'm not a huge NFL draft guy. But I will say this. I would expect the Patriots to be more... While, while all the talk is on quarterbacks, I would expect the Patriots to be linebacker heavy in this draft this year. That's my expectation for it. Whatever does happen, uh, I will react to the NFL draft, which again begins on Thursday night. But like I said, we got a lot of playoff stuff going on. Uh, I expect the Bruins to beat Toronto. The good news is Bergeron returned. Um, around the rest of the Stanley Cup playoffs, there's only two series that are still going on in the first round. We had Nashville beat Colorado. We had Winnipeg beat Minnesota. We had the Vegas Knights beat the Kings. Had the Sharks beat the Ducks. You had the Lightning beat the Devils. And you had the Penguins beat the Flyers. You only have two series left, the Bruins and the Maple Leafs. Bruins can close that out tonight on this Monday, April 23rd. And you get the Capitals and the Blue Jackets. Capitals, who were behind 2-0 in that series, now lead at 3-2. Capitals can also close out their series tonight uh, on this Monday, April 23rd. So uh, we'll keep our eyes on that. In the NBA playoffs, I told you the Celtics Bucks tied at 2. Then, when are they going to learn, right? When are they going to learn? Don't bet against LeBron James. LeBron James fell behind 1-0. Tied it up at 1 against Indy. Fell behind 2-1. Then LeBron James tied it up at 2 on Sunday night. Cleveland, Indiana, that series tied at 2. You got Toronto, Washington tied at 2. You got Philly leading Miami 3-1 over in the West. The only series that is complete, as I record this podcast, is New Orleans sweeps Portland. New Orleans moves on. They play the winner at Golden State, San Antonio. San Antonio stays alive. Golden State's going to win that series, though. Golden State's up 3-1. Utah's up 2-1 on OKC, and Houston's up 2-1 on Minnesota. So that's what you have in the NBA playoffs. You have the Red Sox on the West Coast, or they were at least over the weekend, and the Red Sox lose 2-3 of in Oakland. 
so you only win one in Oakland after you swept the Angels in L.A. Uh, but the Red Sox, look, I'm not, what, do you want to panic about that? They're 17-4 and four to begin the season. Uh, they will have this Monday off, and they now head to Toronto to take on the Blue Jays in a series that begins on a Tuesday night. But, all right, Red Sox lose two of three in Oakland. I'm not going to panic about that. They still are a damn good team. So we'll keep our eye on all of that stuff. I'll be back on Thursday to react to anything that goes down in the playoffs, any NFL news that breaks before Thursday night's NFL draft. And, of course, I will keep my eye on the Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Bill Belichick saga. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all forms of social media. Get this show whenever you want. Subscribe at dannypicard.com. Also on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, you name it. You can get this podcast anywhere. And uh, don't forget, subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Picard. And watch my new YouTube series, 363 Off the Air, Episode 2, dropped last week. It is still fresh. I think you'll enjoy it. Entertaining, like I said on Twitter. I'm trying to tell a story with this, and uh, the story continues to unfold. So, watch it, subscribe, hit the notifications button on my YouTube channel, and you will be notified whenever I do post Episode 3, which will be posted very soon. Thanks for joining me today. Enjoy the rest of your week, everybody. I'm out. Talk to you again on Thursday. <laughs>